Welcome to the 452nd episode of the Reading and Writing Podcast. Stay tuned for my interview with James S. Parker, author of the novel Infinity's Gateway. Stay tuned for the interview. Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. My guest today is James S. Parker, author of the new novel Infinity's Gateway. Jim, welcome to the podcast. Oh, Jeff, thank you. Glad to be here. Great. If someone hasn't heard about your new novel, Infinity's Gateway, yet, how would you describe the novel? It's action adventure. It's, it's thriller. It's a really a, a story of people put into an absolutely impossible situation and have to rely on each other to to survive to get back. It's uh, set in, set in modern time primarily, and is really a glimpse, I think, into some mysteries that have been with us for a long time. And so do you remember the original impetus or idea that led you to write Infinity's Gateway? It, it's, it's developed over the years, so it, it'd be um, a, a long yes of an answer. But as a kid growing up and then into my college years, you know, things that would go on in an area that we call the Bermuda Triangle and then just disappearance of people all the time really began to fascinate me. Just what, where do these people go? What happens? What is going on? In an area like the Bermuda Triangle, probably 90, 95% of it could be human error, just people out there piloting boats that shouldn't be out there. But there's that other smaller percentage. Well, that's not the case. We've had a lot of things from the military disappear there, and these are very highly trained people. So I, I think it's more the, the mystery that has surrounded that that I've read bits and pieces on over the years. And so do you remember the first fiction that you ever wrote? Yeah, I sure do. It's a short story. It's out there hanging around somewhere. It's called The Chanting. And my family is primarily English, Irish, and Scotch, and we've had the opportunity to travel to Scotland a couple of times. And it's always been, it's a beautiful country, but deep in lore, and the chanting was based on one of the trips we made there. And so had you been writing fiction all along the way, and then you wrote Infinity's Gate? Yeah, I had been writing for some time. That started primarily in college for a couple of organizations I was in for the uh university newspaper that was there. But after I wrote the chanting, I had an idea for a full-length novel. had no idea what I was doing. And so I sat down to write it. And we, while I was writing this, transferred to Texas. We were living in Austin at the time. And I fell into a writing group. And that writing group led me to uh, my editor, who was a very talented individual. And he worked with me. And once the book was finished, he helped me to edit that first novel. And And what was the name of that first novel? What was the title? It's called The Dark Side of the Cross. Uh, mystery fiction, a little on the spooky side. And and I have to tell you, Jeff, that was the first time I had ever gone through a rewrite process. And boy, that can be excruciating. Um, I, I, I joke with people and tell them that over time, before that was over, I wanted to kill my own hero. So it was just, when the book came out, it, it uh, was well-received, and uh, I was off and running. And so what was that rewrite process like for you? It was very educational. I, I think that's where I've been so blessed in having Don as an editor. He is He's a teacher editor. In other words, he just wouldn't go through and correct me or say, we have to rewrite this or we have to do this or do that. Those comments would come, but there'd also be explanation behind them. For instance, a uh, quick example, we were talking about uh, a small incident my hero had with an individual. And he said, Jim, I think you're suffering from curse of the red shirts. And I just laughed. I said, Don, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and um, he said, well, Jim, have you ever watched Star Trek? I said, well, of course I am. He said, and who always beams down with Spock and Kirk? 
And I said, what are guys in the red shirts? The security guys. He goes, exactly. And what do you know about them? Nothing. He says, all you know is they're the ones who are going to get killed. That's it. That's all you know. And he said, we've got this going here. He goes, by, by your interaction with this character, I know nothing about them, but I do know I'll never see them again because you've told me nothing. He said, just whenever you do this, he said, give them a quirk, give them something unusual, but broaden them a little bit. Don't let the reader know they're never going to see them again. And it was that kind of thing, Jeff, that really just helped me so much, not only with Dark Side, but with the books to follow. And so are there writers or books that have inspired you along the way on your writing journey? Yeah, quite a few. I would say Robert Parker, I've enjoyed. He wrote so many novels, I think over 50 or maybe 60 novels. As a kid, Spencer for Hire was on TV as a television show. And Parker wrote the Spencer novels. And the thing I loved about the Spencer novels is that they were just very witty. They were well-written. They were good mysteries, but the dialogue, and I've really come to rely heavily on dialogue. And the, the dialogue in those things is sometimes you laugh out loud, just the uh, exchanges between him and his character. Parker, I would say, would lead no relation, but Parker would lead the, the parade of authors who really inspired me. Sure. Your new novel, Infinity's Gateway, is the first book in a trilogy. Are you Have you written the other two books? Or are you working on those now? I have the two books in my head. I know the story inside now. And, and actually, the way it, it came to be a trilogy is when I, I presented this, I, I was told it's interesting. Can you write a synopsis? So I did. Uh, the synopsis was sent in and it was shot back. And the nicest thing they could say is he can write, but it's too complex to this, to that. And um I basically took it and gave it to Don, my editor, and said, what's wrong with this? And he just started laughing. He said, there's nothing wrong with it. He said, the problem is you've taken three books and tried to shove them into one. Slow it down. You've got a trilogy on your hands. And so that was the impetus behind that. So that was pretty much how that. But the other two books, yeah, they're in my head. I'm not working on book two yet. I had started working on book two. And then we had a very exciting event happen. We've got a film producer who has signed on to the project. The book is now being adapted into a screenplay. I'm helping in the writing of that. And so I will do so many pages, send it to them. They'll edit, do this, do that, send it back to me, and we're continuing on. So once that screenplay is uh, completed, we're at about a three to four month time frame on that. They're going to be pitching the book if, we, uh, if it can be made into a film. So uh, pretty exciting development for us there, but it slowed me down a little bit on book two. Sure. That's exciting. I'm curious about your writing process for Infinity's Gateway. Did you plot or outline the novel extensively before you started writing, or did you follow the story more organically as you were writing? No, I don't know. You know, I've heard about people who do that, who write and follow the story organically and so on. And boy, I just, I don't know how that would work for me. I do know that I outlined each chapter and the book changes dramatically. By the time you're done versus versus the, you know, the, the outline itself, it just it expands. It, it does take on a little bit of a, of a life of its own. But, yeah, I do the outlining and that just keeps me on track more than anything. So what writing advice would you offer for those who are working on their own stories and novels? You know, I think the best thing that happened to me happened in Austin. I, I mentioned to you I fell into a writing group. I was actually at a Barnes and Noble browsing, which you can lose me in a bookstore for hours. And I came across a group that had secluded themselves in the back, uh, about seven or eight people, and they were talking. And I did my best to eavesdrop and pretty much determined who was a leader and what they were talking about and approached her when it was over. I would get with a writing group in your community. I would find writers who, like you, are just starting out or, or maybe only have one one book out there, uh, but are writing your genre, no matter what it is, be it mystery, thriller, romance, Western, whatever your genre is, I would get with other writers in that area, 
particularly if, if they are a critique group. And the critique group was critical. There were like five of us. We would bring a chapter to our, our little get-together. We'd give those chapters to each other. And then two weeks later, we'd get back together and we would go through the critiques that they had done on the chapter. Now, what's important, I think, for the writers who are, are starting out is if you're in a critique group and you hand that out and they come back to you and say, okay, here are the 10 things collectively that you need to change in your writing. Go through those 10 things. Take a look at them. But keep in mind, it's your story. What's going on, where the story's going, what has to be in there. You might find that six or seven of the suggestions just don't merit the change. But three of them, hey, pretty good idea. Thank you. And you, you incorporate that in. But the critique group did a lot of things. It, it helped tighten the story. It kept me on track. And writing can be a very masochistic hobby. And it kept me, uh, kept me on track. That sounds great. So what novels or nonfiction books have you read recently that you enjoyed? Bernard Cornwall uh, is another favorite author of mine, part of his Kingdom series I just recently read. And he is so good at not only in description, but in dialogue and in action. And, and I've learned a lot from him. I've also read some of the Stephen King things, the early novels. When I was writing the first two novels, they were mystery fiction on the spooky side. And I would read these a second time or a third time to figure out how they did it. In other words, what made it get scary? What made it get tense? How did they build suspense? And if you take books like that or authors that you like and you're trying to model yourself after or at least learn from, um, you can pick up a lot just by, by reading their words. So suspense, action are, are much shorter sentences. They're much tighter. It moves quick. Sure. I, Bernard Cornwell is really great. I love the Sharp novels that he's written. I haven't read the yeah. Kingdom series yet. You're in for a treat. <laughs> That's great. I look forward to that. So where can people find you online if they want to learn more about you and your novels? and your new novel, Infinity's Gateway. We have a webpage where they can learn about me, about the books, and frankly, they can reach me. The webpage, James S, as in Stan Parker, jamessparker.com. Very straightforward. And uh, that's they can not only read about the books and get an idea of what they're about, but they can order them. And if there's questions for me, they can certainly reach out there through the same webpage. Great. Again, we've been speaking with James S. Parker, author of Infinity's Gateway. The novel is on sale now, so go buy a copy. And James, thanks for doing this interview. Jeff, it was good talking with you. Thank you. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.